The Flames are one week into the season, and it's been a lot of fun so far. Dylan and Chris, going to break it down. Armchair GM Podcast, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Let's get into it. Well, Dylan, went 3-0 and until Buffalo came to town. <laughs> Seems like a lot of the teams are taking them lightly and maybe <laughs> not uh, getting up for Buffalo games, even though they're starting real, real strong. Seem to be doing pretty good. Yeah. What, what are they, 3-1? and one? I'm three not one entirely and... sure what their record is, but I know that they've blasted through the West here and kind of destroyed everyone. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So on. Uh, we're recording this on the 20th right after the game, the Buffalo game ended. Um, again, we started three and one with basically a whole new team. I mean, obviously a lot of the team is the same, but basically, you know, new lines, new, you know, three brand new, um, you know, key players, chemistry needs to be worked on and i think starting three and one is better than anybody could have asked oh yeah well especially considering the three teams that we beat right i mean started off the season playing the defending stanley cup champions five um, three win five three win um you know granted they were coming off the tail end of a back-to-back but they were playing chicago weren't they so yeah and i mean they still Show us why they were the champs in the third, but yep. we really took it to them in the first and second. Again, they 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 look tired, and I don't think there's a whole bunch you can take into that game as or look into that game as far as you know. The next time we meet them, mm-hmm. um, circumstances will be different and um, all that type of stuff. But it's still good to get that W. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Like those are the points you need. Like you know tough teams come into town and, and you're, you know, they're tired. You got to beat them. So absolutely. Yeah. You have to take advantage of the tail end of that back to back for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm sure there was a little extra motivation in the room to, to help Kadri beat his former team. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and it was opening night, right. So, you know, already emotions are high and, and life is pretty good. You know, the day, the dome was a rocking and, uh, Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure the new players that that have played in Florida for such a long time uh, saw a different atmosphere in a building that they're not yeah. particularly used to. Oh, a hundred percent. And like, yeah, I think I think they're both excited. What do you think about uh, you know Brett Ritchie scoring the first goal of the season? I mean, you, how could you set it up any better? You couldn't. Right, Na- people natural shit on sniper them so much. Yeah, natural, and just natural sniper, you know. And you know, with with number seventeen being the the goat as far as setting up a play like that. Oh, that was a beautiful play by him and a oh. nice one timer. Like fuck, man. Honestly, again, people shit on him, and I think the main reason people shit on Richie is because he's supposed to be a fourth liner. That's right. what he is. Yeah. But I think people shit on Richie because of. Um, where he was put, um, in the Jeff Ward days when he was put 
with Monaghan and Gaudreau and, <laughs> yeah. and they were trying to find, you know, that next Michael Furland, I want to say when they did that. And that would just, it didn't work, yeah. but that's not his fault. He's, no, he, he was slotted improperly and people forget that. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, you can't, you can't put somebody that, you know, is a fourth line player into that type of position. Honestly, and- a very effective one. He, truly, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. He he plays with a lot of energy, a lot of impact. He loves hitting guys, you know, and and you know he'll he'll get the occasional goal, you know, not many, obviously, but not many. But you don't need a whole shitload from your third, fourth, fourth line, right? No, exactly. I mean, even even t- uh, against Buffalo, you know, that fourth line was, you know, they 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 did a lot of hitting they did they they executed what they're supposed to do yeah bring energy and to the game i found in the first 3 games the fourth line really helped a lot as far as um um just getting momentum our way and mm-hmm. um ending shifts in the offensive zone and grinding the opponent down and tiring them out type of thing yeah um i didn't find they were very good in buffalo but Nobody was good in Buffalo, to be honest. No, um, there was a five-minute stretch to start the third, where we were good in Buffalo, and other than that, we were horrible, to be honest. The worst defensive uh, game I've I've seen so far this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, by by everybody, not not just the defensemen. Like it was a very poor effort um, in our zone. Right across the, the forwards, the defensemen, yeah. and the goalies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that and, and that's and that's what killed us, right? There was there was just no cohesion with the team at all. Nobody knew who they were supposed to be picking up. Yeah, and it was just it was an absolute free for all in the slot. Yeah, I mean, but when Buffalo that came into the zone, yeah, games well, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's 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 four games in. I'm not ringing any alarm bells at all because i mean well, that's just it right? the sky's not falling no exactly it's yeah. it is what it is we start three and one that's a great start um and i'm i'm pretty happy with the overall effort so far minus buffalo mm-hmm. um i thought again like go talking about richie just a little bit more he should have been the first star against vegas he had, truly, a, he had a really good game against Vegas, actually. You're right. Yeah, and like it's not like he was scoring or anything like that, but like every time the the ref's arm went up, you're looking and Richie's the guy on the ice yeah. drawing the penalty. Um, and it's just through that fourth line's hard work. Um, really, really good. And again, they they were. I think they spent the majority of the time in the offensive zone, grinding the the knights down. Right? Yeah. It was it was a really good game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that just comes down to basic hockey, right? Keep your feet yeah. moving. Mm-hmm. Keep your feet moving, and things will happen. You know, yeah. whether it be with points, whether it be with drawing penalties, whether it be just like you said, wearing down the opposing team. And they did plenty of that against Vegas, which was which was really good. Again, absolutely, their, their sole their sole reason to be out there, get that energy going, you know, get start pushing guys around, make them start thinking twice about, you know, retrieving the puck in their own zone, and 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 
get you know clear a path for the first line to come yeah. on and and, and that didn't happen in buffalo the, the they they the fourth line wasn't good the third line wasn't good the second line wasn't good the first line wasn't good um and same well, with all the pairs i mean hannafin wasn't playing and and uh, a lot of people are saying that that's you know possibly a big reason why but i i think that in a southern system you should be able to expect somebody to step in well and, and yes. like it's not like Zadorov hasn't been playing he just got a promotion for a day and he looked well and that's and that's not part great. Of, that's part of the problem right it doesn't matter what system you're playing with if if you're all of a sudden having three d pairing that are all playing with different partners for a game it's without a practice right? well weaker and tan have played together True. Yeah. We well, they they kind of got split up a bit there too during throughout the game. Again, I guess they did have a practice uh, with with them because Hannafin what missed two two practices this week. Yeah. So, but but you're right. Like, you know, one injury can or or sickness or whatever is going on with Hannafin, we don't really know. But that can really, um, yeah, that can really, you know, mess with with the chemistry that's that's already there and whatnot, but I still like I just don't know how much better it would have been if he was was playing. Right. Because they weren't like nobody was positionally said like how many of those rush opportunities that where the slot was completely open is Hannafin gonna be on the ice for, never mind in the right spot for. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like oh, for sure. the whole team sucked. I'm I'm not having I'm not one making... good player playing isn't going to fix the fact that the rest of the team sucked. No, no, agreed. <laughs> I agree. I'm not saying missing Hannafin was the reason they lost. I'm just saying it, it would contribute to oh yeah to, no to, for sure to lack of chemistry on 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 the back end. Yeah. Um. And then of course when when you start going through the game there and and Sutter's kind of pulling a ward and 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 mixing up the the forward lines too. And it's yeah. like, oh, I wasn't man. a huge fan of that. I don't like it. You know, I, you know, we, we keep talking about, you know, trying to build chemistry with our new players that have come in and, and then. Yeah. Once it, it would be one thing if the DNA line, which I love, um, if that line wasn't good, but they were the best three players on the ice the whole game for the Flames, in my opinion. Those three, Manjipani, uh, Dubé, and Kadri. I mean, they played the first together. After that, they didn't. No, I know. Yeah, and, but... like, like again, they were the best in the first, and then their body of work in the first was still the best out of any Flames players in the whole game. Right. Um, And like if they weren't going, if they hadn't scored, and if they weren't looking good, I would guess switching Kadri up to the first line. But they shouldn't have broken that up, in my opinion. Yep. Yep, I agree. So that was the uh, that was the fresh game that they were talking about. Obviously, uh, uh, between the beginning of the season and and now we've you know went into Edmonton and well, quite frankly, shut down their top players and, and pulled out a win. It was a great road game. 
Yeah, I mean, we got scored on by Ryan McLeod, Cody CC, and McDavid. And honestly, keeping McDavid and Dreisaitl to one point each is... uh, I guess Dreisaitl had two points, but um, I mean, that's good. That's shutting down the Oilers, in my opinion. Well, exactly. Yeah, 100%. You know, yeah. and 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 they the only uh, had McDavid on the score sheet because of the power play, right? Yeah. So I mean, they shut him down five on five, and I mean that's that's how you do it, right? One hundred percent. And how about Michael Stone that game? Unreal, right? Three points in the was it three points in the first period? Um, no. no. Yeah, yeah, it was. Was it three in the first? Yeah, three. Uh, you're right. With seven forty one left in the first period. Uh, two assists and one goal. Yeah. <laughs> uh no, he's he's been great for us. Honestly, like um I I love the fact that at the during the game tonight they were uh uh showing the speed of his shots after he was shooting shooting I, i'm just like wow i noticed that it was like but every time all of a sudden he's he the guy to watch right 89.3 i thought was the highest i saw but yeah. I, I was oh yeah no that was good that they were tracking every single stone <laughs> shot and putting it up every time it was uh yeah. it was yeah. pretty good um so who's your standouts for the flames over the first couple games here <laughs> Um, first off, I have to, I guess, eat a bit of crow and say that Kadri has been really, really solid. He's been very good. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I really didn't think that he would be that impactful. Um, especially this soon. Like I, I, he's a very impactful player, like just at the core of who he is, of how he plays. Um, you know, in the in the corners and just in the fabric of the game, as they say. Yeah. Um, but I didn't expect it to happen so quickly. Yeah, agreed. Um, I I've been pleasantly surprised with that whole line, um, yeah. more so Kadri and Dubé. Uh, yeah, Manjupani. Both of those guys, Manjupani and Dubé, have been um, staying on their feet more. But um, Mangiapane, I mean, he scored, but he's not. He's been kind of silent on that line, like it as has. far as the, the the grit and the the forechecking that the other two bring. I found, you know what I mean? Yep. No, for sure. And I mean, the line's been great though. the The line's been really solid. Um, you know, and, and you know, Andrew has. Went two goals and an assist so far in four games. So yeah, like that's good. That that's really good. Um, and I want to give him credit for this too because it's a problem that he's had throughout his career that he seems to be at least attempting to fix. But um, he's never really used his teammates very well. He's never been a passer, yeah. which is you know whatever because he scores goals in theory. But he's been making some pretty good passes and. And keeping his head up and not just looking at the net, but looking at where the play is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And where, where the other people, where his teammates are instead of just driving the net all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, 
another thing I want to point out is Dubé looks like a. I'm he's he's skating and playing like he's gained thirty pounds. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Like I know that Souther said that he uh, has put on some weight, and that was kind of the you know exit meeting strategy yeah. between those two. Was like you got to put on some weight. I'm sure it's not 30 pounds. I'm sure it's like no. 10 or something like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm sure. I'm but just, he looks I'm, a lot more solid. He's still so much more solid. fast, he, but he, he's staying on his feet, and he's fighting through checks, and he's bursting past people and not falling over. Yeah, so my... And he's my, hitting the net. My my two biggest criticisms of Dubé all along so far in his career has been, A, the fact he can't hit the net, B, the fact he can't stay on his feet, and not like like tripping like he just gets he got pushed around every game he was playing oh absolutely and 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 he has been a couple times but he's not giving up on it he gets back up and like he's it's like he's watched Kadri and he's listening Mm -hmm. and learning from Kadri as well as as Mm -hmm. to how you know be an effective four checker yeah yeah absolutely um and so that's my two standouts on the uh, on the forward group. Two standouts in the in the back end. I mean, I'm super happy and impressed with what Uyghur brings to the to the Flames. He's he's a really solid player, um, all around. Yeah, all exactly. Yeah, um, I've been and, very impressed. Yeah, I've been I've been super impressed with with what I've seen from him. And then obviously, I have to mention Michael Stone. Yep. I mean, I'd be remiss if I didn't. Like that's. Again, his his Buffalo game wasn't great. Um, yeah, he's ripping shots, but his you know everybody again everybody's game. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to talk about Buffalo anymore because everybody sucked. So it yeah. is what it is. Um, yeah, but, but lead, the other three games that, he was great. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. How yeah. about you? So, who's who's your guys? Uh, those are, I mean, not to be boring, but that's uh, those are the exact guys I would have pointed out. Wow. Um, you are tired, eh? You don't want to argue at all? No. I mean, it, <laughs> even if I wasn't tired, I'd still be like, those are the guys. <laughs> and, you know, the chemistry thing is is going to work itself out um, as far as Huberto and the rest of the team. I, I think that's the main thing is the guys just aren't ready for his passes. And, like, I don't know about you, but watching the games, mm-hmm. um. Even I'm like, what? How did he see that? Like, what? Like, where is his extra eyes? Like, he, you know, the the patience that he, that he, uh, on that Lindholm goal, on that Lindholm goal in the in the, in the power play was unreal. Yeah, and like he, there's no way he could have known Lindholm was there. Well, he was standing. He was like looking at the boards. Oh, maybe he saw the reflection. I like. I don't know. <laughs> it's got to be something, right? Like that was that's what that was against Vegas, right? That was our first goal. I um, think that was Edmonton, or was it Vegas? Yeah, I think that was Vegas. I think it was Vegas because uh, he was first. Um, yeah, that was first Vegas. assist on on Lindholm on the power play. But yeah. that, I mean, just the way he stopped beside the net and like I I thought he was going to rush in and and go with the puck and then just out of the blue he just drops it back to Lindholm for the yeah. for the quick shot. You know, Lindholm in that situation is a deadly player because yes. he does not fuck around with the puck. 
the puck is off his stick as fast as it gets on it. The release is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Where where Defoley, <clears throat> for whatever reason, has to stop it, get control, and then shoot. And look at he looks at the puck yeah. and not the net. That's my biggest thing. And I and I noticed that I've been noticing it a little bit, but I noticed it a lot today is when he's receiving a pass, he's looking at the puck, which is fair. And then he looks at it on his stick and then he doesn't look up at the net at all. He just shoots without knowing, like, obviously he knows where the net is, but he doesn't know where the goalie is because he's looking at his stick and at the puck the whole time. Um, And I don't know if that's how, how he always has been. Like I I didn't really notice it last year, but I I can't see it being the case. You can't be a a goal scorer and always looking at your stick. Right. Yeah. You have to have confidence that you know where that puck is. Yeah. And I don't think Toffoli's a bad player. I just don't think he's a first line player. Sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's got a career high 58 points in, in 82 games. And that was like seven years ago. Yeah. Um, And that's, that's not first line numbers. <laughs> um, nope, he, I exactly. mean, he had 31 goals, I think that year, but um, yeah. So, I mean, it's, so that's it's, good, but it's, it's an unfair kind of comparison to talk about him on the top line, even though he is on the top line currently with the flames, you know, cause he, you know, again, I mean, just based on who we have, I, I suppose he's the guy there, but I mean, I, I, I mean, I, he's the trigger man, right? He's he's supposed to be the trigger man, but well, I, I think Lindholm's a much issue. better trigger man. Hundred percent, yeah. That's that's the issue, right? Is that's exactly what we're talking about? Is he's not a trigger man right now at all? Like something's going that, on mentally with with him. Yeah. Again, not because I don't want to break up that that second line because I think it's really good. But do you think that that uh, uh, Dubé or Mangiapane would be better fitted just based on? shooting the puck quickly. Um Mangiapani I think needs to stay on the second. Yeah. Um I wouldn't mind seeing Dubé get a get a shot up there um mostly because of his quickness. Um, yeah, he can keep up with Huberto and Lindholm. Yeah. A lot not, better than Not that not that Mangiapani can't, but I think Dubé would do a better job of it. And Toffoli's skating, honestly, has surprised me. He was a little slow in, in Colorado, but the rest of the games, he's he's actually been keeping up with them. Yeah. He's just, yeah. his shot is just a little slow. That's my biggest beef. Uh, yeah, that's right. And and you'll use a different word than I. I wouldn't include the word little in that. It's like, it's it's hesitant. Like, that's yeah. I, I think there's yeah, something. Yeah, he hesitates, yeah. There's something going on mentally with him right now. He just doesn't have the confidence in in his shot or 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 in his ability to like one time or I don't know if he I can't remember him missing a bunch last year. But I mean, obviously, no. He, well, he's not but... missing shots either. He's just putting them in the crest. Or and honestly, like that Logan Thompson save off of Toffoli, um, obviously in Vegas was. Mm or in Calgary against Vegas was absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, no, I'm not talking but, about, I'm not talking about him missing the net. I'm talking but, about him missing a pass and whiffing on it. And, oh and, and yeah. Yeah. That's he why was he's that, looking yeah. at the stick to make sure he has the puck and then shooting without looking at what he's shooting yeah. at. And that's yeah. where you're going to get those shots to the crest or wide, right? It's going to be one or the other. You're not yeah. really going to 
you're not going to have the accuracy that you need to continue to produce on, on the first line. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if, if he was a split second faster that Thompson wouldn't have got over. Well, that's it. It it means, it means he shot it right in his glove because Thompson was there. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he has been getting better. I think, um, I'll give him a little bit of credit. He's been producing a little bit. Um, he's no, if he wasn't missing and hesitating so much, he'd he'd have six goals and and four assists by now. But um, you know, again, he's getting better. Not going to shit on him too much. No. Um, no. But uh, shall we take a break and talk about sportsbook DraftKings sportsbook? That's the one. <laughs> yes, we should definitely have a have a quick break and discuss DraftKings. We'll be right back, everybody. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hockey fans, it's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. I'm definitely doing it the next uh, Battle of Alberta. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age, some restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Well, let's take a look at the week ahead, Chris. The week ahead. On Saturday, we have the Carolina Hurricanes coming to town. Um, they are a hell of a good team with a very good goaltender. Yep. Um, and that I feel like even though we played against, you know, the cup champs and the Oilers and stuff like everybody's warmed up now. And I feel like this is going to be the biggest test so far. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a big one. Um, You know, Carolina has been a really decent team for a couple of years now. And um, they're, they're, they're continue to roll They're uh, yeah. They've been a, what do you think that was? This is their third year. Maybe they've been a, a really strong. Yep. With, yeah, uh, I yeah I like the way they're they're uh, built. Um, I've heard Rod Brindamore talk a little bit about how they don't have a trigger man, right? Um, maybe he but should, maybe he should he, just throw a jersey on them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. He's in better. Uh, he could probably shape. keep up. Yeah, he's in better shape than most of the players in the league, anyways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. I really like what they did this year and they got a trigger man. He's just on IR. Right. 
um because they i'm pretty sure they got both brent burns which is a great addition i'm going to talk about in a second and max patcheretti for basically free yeah um max patcheretti was just a cap dump from vegas and once he's back he'll be their trigger man yeah and that's a that's a great thing for them um and that Brent Burns, I think, is one of the most underrated moves of the offseason because you can't give Burns a shitload of time anymore um, because he's older and, and he's not as effective when he's playing a whole bunch. But right. if you keep him to offensive zone starts and power play, guy can have a career year as far yeah. as points. Like, he is still that good at doing that. He's just not so effective at getting back anymore, right? Because he's slower. But yeah, uh, it's it, it and, really is... and they have great defense around him. So yeah, exactly. He doesn't have to be the guy. Yeah. Um, but I'm and it, but it really blows me away that that San Jose lets him go and keeps Carlson. You know, not that not that Carlson has a tradable contract, but well, that's the thing. They can't trade Carlson. They would need to take, they would need to add something yeah. to Carlson's, you know, Carlson and a second round pick for future considerations. Like, and they'd have to hold half of his contract. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's a bad contract. <laughs> yeah, it'd be worth it for them. Well, I don't, I don't know if it would be worth it for them because they're trying to rebuild here. <clears throat> yeah, I wouldn't say it'd be worth it for them to include a pick, but at least a. Yeah, you know, another piece, but yeah. Anyways, anyways, yeah. That, that's that's about as far as I'm going to go in a conversation about the San Jose Sharks. That's for damn sure. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah. Um. So Carolina, that's going to be a hard test. I think we have what it takes to be pretty, you know, competitive with them. It yep. could go either way. It could be one of those uh, back and forth overtime type of affairs. Um. And then we got Pittsburgh on Tuesday. Um, again, all of these are at the dome, and we've got lots of practice time here because we've got two days off in between Carolina and Pittsburgh, and then three days off between um, Pittsburgh and Edmonton. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh... all all three of these games are going to be extremely difficult. Oh, hundred um, percent. Both Car- really good. All, all three good teams. Yeah, Carolina for for kind of the reasons you just spoke of, uh, Pittsburgh. Sid seems like he he wants one more crack at at things. He's really elevating his game and and uh, pushing hard. So I agree. You, you can never count Pittsburgh out when when uh, Sid the kids on the ice. And then of course you know Edmonton coming to town. They're going to be they're going to be Henri, right? We beat them in their barn, and you know just just uh, a few days ago. So they're going to be looking for a bit of redemption. Hundred percent. We just need to keep uh, playing them like we did on uh on saturday and you know keep that going show them show them who's boss right because i mean playing them two times so quickly and then i think we only play them one more time the rest of the season don't we yeah it's bad scheduling but terrible. uh yeah terrible job. yeah there's yeah 100 percent. um one thing i want to say too about edmonton and even just in that that game we played against edmonton as well um Matthew Kachuk is still like basically my favorite forward in the league, but 
I was really impressed with Kadri and how he's supposed to be this like Matthew Kachuk replacement, but he's not um, completely different, like same type of player kind of, but I, I was really impressed with how he didn't react. Like, you know how Kachuk reacts to everything Yeah. when I can't remember who it was, was, was beacon him. I think it was Kane was beacon him. And I think he said something like, I'm going to break your finger again or something fucking stupid like that. Something only fucking Evander Kane would say. And um, Kaju was just like, whatever, <laughs> like skated by yeah. and then proceeded to draw a penalty and like, yeah. Well, and, you know, and he had a two point night and which, yeah. you know, I'm sure he had, he won, wanted to, uh, show up Edmonton the best he could anyways after all the the crap that he had to deal with during the playoffs there with you know all the the racism Racist online cunts. and all that all that garbage right yeah. so so yeah no it's good on him it was a, it was a, it was a it was a really good game again for him against Edmonton in Edmonton yeah. and um like I said they're going to be a it'll be a tough one on the, on the 29th of this month absolutely and- and and I feel really good about having Lindholm, Kadri, Backlund down the middle. Yeah. Uh, you know, basically anytime McDavid is on the ice, you're gonna have a shutdown center. That's right. You're gonna have a healthy it's, dose it's of, great. of somebody that knows how to play two hundred feet worth of hockey and yeah. And uh yeah. can read plays while they're happening instead of reacting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice having three of them now, isn't it? Um, oh, which it's, is it's a, great a lot feeling. different than what we've been used to uh, yeah. for quite a while. Yeah. Quite a while. So, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Having, having those three is is super helpful when it comes to playing those top, top-level top guys, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the Wranglers haven't been doing that great. Um, no. I, I saw saw a poster. I think I actually might have been the guy that approved it. Um, at the time, it was uh, Flames were three and zero, and the Wranglers are zero and two. And the guy says, "Tell me again why we want to let the kids play over the veterans." I saw that, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's also not super. No, I know. Super <laughs> accurate, like yeah, yeah. Um, just because the team's doing bad doesn't mean. You know, somebody might not be ready. I mean, I don't think there is anybody who's ready, but yeah. you know, you can have NHL ready players on a on a fucking minor team that's not doing good. <laughs> yeah, like Sutter at fifty three or whatever. How old is he? I, yeah, I think he's 36, yeah. 34, 35, 36, something like yeah. that. Yeah. But again, he's been he's been doing good for them down there, and and he looked like. If we gave him a an NHL contract and started him on the third line, I would have been fine. He looked yeah. good in preseason, and I don't mean just the goals he scored because he did score a couple, but yeah, he just it was plays worked. the right way. Shockingly enough, Daryl Sutter's son right plays exactly. a really good game of hockey. Yeah, a, a, <laughs> a gritty game in the boards comes out with the puck. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, in- interesting to note also uh, Wolf was actually pulled out of a game as well the other night eh? yeah, he hasn't been doing good he's been yeah. bad 
like straight up bad. I watched the highlights of two of the games so far. Yeah. Did you get season tickets? I didn't. You did? No, I didn't. Um oh. I'm still I'm still probably going to go grab some. Yeah. I haven't decided. I'm, I think I, I want to do a healthy mix of Flames and Wranglers this year. So I think if if I go to all the Wranglers as well as mix in my my normal amount of Flames, I I might have to come and live with you. You know what I mean? My wife might uh, might yeah. disown me a little bit. So. Yeah, I was uh, I was thinking that, but also like. Is it worth it? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. So what I'm saying is get the get the room ready. Yeah. Um it's ready. There's there's a pillow on the floor over there. So sweet. I'll bring the 70 inch and uh we'll, we'll watch the flames together. <laughs> 70 inch in a mobile home that's gonna not hurt anybody's necks. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I mean again I the Wranglers lost a lot of their uh, uh, leadership group and and have new a bunch of new players and all that type of stuff. So I'm not worried about them. They're going to have a good season too. They're they're off to a slow start. We're going to have a good season as well. We're off to a great start as far as the Flames are concerned. Um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. We're uh, like I said, we're just a week into the season. Oh. It's been pretty exciting so far. It's been a lot of storylines. Been uh, it's been fun. Yep. It's been three and one to start. Go Flames, go! Right. And hopefully, uh, on the next show, we'll be uh, you know what do you think five and one, five and one. We'll be five and one. Uh, hey, I mean Edmonton. I hope so, but I'm gonna say four and four zero oh, and one. Edmonton beat Carolina six six four tonight. Sorry, four four one and one is gonna be my guess. Four one and one. I think we'll beat Pittsburgh and Carolina will get us in, in overtime probably. Wow. Ye of little faith. I try and be realistic, so if we win both, I'm happy. <laughs> I mean I'd be happy anyways, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you We're mean. gonna lose every game for the rest of the season. And then every and now I'm gonna be really, really happy every time we don't. So I mean you won't be happy when people talk to you and they call you out for saying shit like that. Yeah. Well I'm sure they know I'm not serious. Right. Um All right. anyways, it's been great. Um quick little episode today because it's after the game and both of us are tired as fuck. So uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on uh, wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be um, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. Uh, make sure you hit subscribe, uh, download the episode, and uh, thanks for all your support. Um, yeah. Check out check out all of the shows on the hockey podcast network. If you have uh, any questions about any other teams that, that, uh, that they might uh, no, there's, there's shows about every team. So. Yeah, actually, absolutely. The hockey podcast network on Spotify 
has a, a really wide array of uh of of content it's actually a lot of fun and uh make sure that you go through and download the the DraftKings uh app and get get involved in that and um and 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 start up with using the the promo code the THPN cuz uh i mean getting that $200 uh, gift to start off with is uh, is pretty amazing, so make sure yeah. make sure you're doing that. Let's get uh, let's let's get into some betting. I want to uh, I want to start building a, a nice nice little uh, little pot in 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 my app. I've uh, I've started mine and it's been uh, it's been fun so far. Yeah, you doing good so far? Yeah, not bad. Yeah, not bad. I'm I'm yeah. ahead, and that's all that matters. Yep, as long as you're not losing too much, you know. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's always fun. It, I find um, it's the same thing with fantasy hockey as well, with pools and stuff like that. It's um, it really keeps you involved and aware of what's going on around the league because you're you're, you know, every once in a while you'll watch another game or you know you're always looking at your. NHL app or score app or whatever and and you know figuring out you know who's doing good who's not and um how teams are doing how players are doing uh, all that type of stuff so yeah absolutely keeps you up to date with the league yep and and speaking of fantasy uh fantasy hockey uh if there's anybody that's listening or watching that is involved or or part of fan tracks um Bring it to your developers. Fix your shit. It's horrible. It's got to be the worst <laughs> fantasy app I've ever used in my life. It's get yeah. it fixed. And you're talking to the two people right now who are the top two in their league right now. Yeah. So it's a pain in the ass. I don't it's like an it. absolute pain in the ass. The user interface is fucking horrible. Yeah. Uh, probably switching back to YouTube or YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what, what, the, Yahoo next yeah, year because yeah. Yahoo works better, a lot better. Yeah, sad to say. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in for this week. Go Flames, go. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>